G'day everyone and welcome to episode four of the Giddy Up podcast for 2024. My name's JT and of course I am always joined by the, well, incredibly handsome and very talented man, Mr. Donnie Elkin, who just happens to be a world champion that we've got on our podcast. Donnie, welcome. Well, I tell you what, it's a good thing I've got something going for me, JT, because tonight it is not the run sheet. I'm <laughs> I've jumped on a flight, I've had a feed, I've run in here, I was still sort of half sweating and it is dead set. It's awesome to be uh, here today. Oh, i tell you what, JT, we spoke about 30 seconds before we pushed go mm-hmm. about what I'm going to rant about tonight. Mm. Apple. Just put that in, Apple. I know Apple. there's no pictures, you haven't got your chance to set it all up. I want to talk about Apple. I'm pissed about Apple. Anyway... It's going to be a lovely show. So basically what you're saying, Donnie, is it's just going to be another show. If you've never watched the show before, um, what it is about is these two old blokes, me and Donnie, I'm I'm the older one, um, and uh, we just talk about a whole bunch of stuff that we think is relatively interesting. Random shit. We hope you guys find it interesting as well. We sometimes have a different opinion. Most of the time it's pretty similar, but it's an interactive show. Um, So you get the opportunity to interact with us live. So if you are watching, the best way to do that is on Facebook because your comments will drop straight in, but you can also do it on YouTube. Um, And of course, if you listen to this on a podcast and you're going for a walk around the town, because we normally publish this sort of the day after the live, uh, you can't interact at all. When you say we, JT, you do all that shit, mate. I'm gone after here yeah, that, and it all true. falls on you and you nail it every week mate oh you're you're a kind man donnie now this show we do we say it every week we've got a lot of stuff to talk about we we do have a fair bit to get through tonight donnie and of course like every other week you've got absolutely no idea what we're talking about you can't get into the run sheet so i'm gonna have yeah. to drive it all but that's okay um because i just want to go straight to well donnie look i, I know i've got a couple of segments where you know i get on a little bit of a high horse i have a crack at different people we've got you know mm. dickhead of the week rants all that sort of stuff and yes i try and turn the attention on things that are really annoying people that should be called out and well this time donnie i'm i'm going close to home oh it's not me is it I, I, no it's not you i'm turning on our listeners donnie JT, you realise that's how we survive. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. High risk, but... We really... Uh, <laughs> I've got to get to more pre-production meetings if you're going to do this shit, because I think you've got it sorted. But then when you say you're about to shit-can listeners, well, well, I'm worried. Don, we did a... Um, we had a bit of a chat last week about Zooper Doopers. And yes, we, that's we put it out to um, to the good people. Um, and we said, you know, what what do you think? I'm a big advocate of the, the raspberry, as, as you know. But we had some of our listeners, some of our regular listeners, of course, that chimed in and they were pumping up the the fairy floss and the pineapple and all this sort of crap, Donnie. And well, we they just put it to the we, we put it to the people. We actually did a, a poll in the Giddy Up Legends uh, group, and um, and uh, I've got the results, Donnie. I want to share it with you. And right, is there going to be any surprises? Well, I don't think there's a bloody surprise at all, Donnie. But here's the results. Now, for those of you who've got a very small screen and you can't see anything, all you need to know is that Raspberry got 46% of the vote. Fairy Floss, which is just absolute crap, got 12%. So anyone who thinks Fairy Floss is better, seriously, uh, it's not. The people have spoken. JT, I was just talking to some very, very highly educated humans before Mm -hmm. I run in here for this, Mm -hmm. and they said cola. Cola, hands down, was... Did that even get a mention? What, you, you expect accuracy on the Giddy Up podcast, Don? 
<laughs> no. Like, like seriously? No, no we did. We did. We had cola. Cola was listed. It actually came in second at 18%. So uh 18%. So 46 When you was the say second, I can look into that thing and Oh no, that's not in order. Okay. Right, fair enough. Second. Do we need to have an education on how to read graphs, Donny, or are you good? Oh. You good? You good to go? I've just lined up so it's easy, can you, mate? Jeez, I've no, got. You've, you've just had a big dinner, well. and I reckon, like I was under the weather with a few painkillers uh, last week, the week before. Did you just happen to taste the local beverages at all, Donny? At all? No, lemon lime bitters, mate. Keeping it fresh. Got a big day tomorrow. Big planning day. Very uh, big, excited. Big, big planning day. Um, and so, where are you, Donny? Because Paul, uh, one of our regulars, is, uh, has is certainly rightly noted how good your background is looking, mate. So, um, whereabouts are you today? It is the real deal, Paul. You'll be happy to know I'm in the uh, the Harbour City. I'm in Sydney. I flew in. I'm literally in the city of Sydney. It's bloody fantastic. Sussex streets, uh, Merton apartments and uh, like if you want to come around and bring a slab feel free but it's it is a lovely spot where i am shit traffic geez sydney traffic but uh, anyway anywhere in peak hour anywhere in the world is pretty shit so i can't really complain very, very um, so was in geelong today jt did an event down there in geelong in, there? at the cattery and must admit it is a sublime venue you walk into level three you've got this lovely big space then you look out over the oval what most impressed me jt is i seen it on last year bt at the footy and they uh, they had the cameras in the room you know where they're doing kick to kick and all that sort of stuff mm -hmm. that's actually a cafe window so where we had lunch today the, the beautiful first wife and i we could look through the window where the boys warm up before they run out and play. It's bloody awesome. Very purposely built, obviously. So. Ah, there you go. And yes. Donnie, for the people that um, that don't sort of know what you do these days, like when you say you, you've got a gig and you're doing My stuff, boss. What, what, ex what exactly are you doing? Yes, yeah, good question. You're not the first person to ask that. JT, I lead a team of awesome humans that provide networking events right around our great country. And this year we'll do 117 of those events. And the company I work with is called One Community and it is service providers to the disability sector that are providing network opportunities to connect with support coordinators and the people looking for those services. The reason our events absolutely kick ass is because they're not a big expo and people walk around for the weekend trying to find a, a service that they're looking for or a new wheelchair or something. Like at our events, it's speed dating. You've got five minutes with every uh, table host and then you're on to the next table. So our team of community engagement guys, the researchers, we've got a, a huge team that just nail, they bat well and truly above their average. And they do a bloody great job. Like, and the reason JT, our events work, is because about five years ago, when the NDIS, the National Disability Insurance Scheme kicked off, what happened is they had, prior to that, service providers around the country got money from the government and were able to run whatever services they wanted to run. The government said, well, this is no good. We want the people with the power to be the people that have the disability. So the NDIS basically flipped it on its head, put all the money in the hands of the people with disabilities and said, righto, off you go. You can now, you've got more choice and control. But the problem is many of them weren't connected. They've got support coordinators going, well, I look after 50 people 
how do I find out what services are available for them? So the support coordinators, they're looking for the decent services. So they come to our event, they find an introduction to one for five minutes, move on to the next event. So 117 events this year around the country. If I'm in your area, bloody make sure you look out for me. I was in uh, Campbelltown and Penrith last week, and that's where I got our local shout out from uh, Sita. Remember from last week? Bloody legend. So uh, I didn't find a local legend in Geelong today that I'm going to give a shout out to, but never mind. I'm still on the hunt, JT. Mate, um, I don't know if anyone else, uh, if you're listening, has Donnie gone corporate or what? Like, he would never have spoken like that a year ago. Have a look. You've changed, Don. You have changed. No, mate, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I'm still doing. It's I'm still doing gigs, so which was why I love working with one comedy, is because it gives me a chance to still go to schools, speaking at plenty of schools. I had Laylor Secondary College last number of years been speaking there. It was awesome. Strathcona coming up. It's really it's awesome. So the uh, the gigs are fantastic. my passion, so I love that. And I'm not sure if that's more of a passion or if the Giddy Up podcast is. But uh, either that, one com. I love what I do. So I'm very fortunate to wake up every day, say Giddy Up and get cracking. Fantastic. Well, let's get into some segments. We've got a lot to get through. What have we got? Bizarre News Stories. Now, Donny, um, last week you brought to our attention some, uh, well, yeah. you did a, some global travel and uh, stumbled across, oh, yes. I believe yes. it was a giraffe that had no spots. Yes, that's right, JT. I found out in the wilderness a giraffe had no spots, did some more research and found another giraffe with no spots being born in a zoo. It's like, it's not that bloody fancy if all the giraffes are starting to be born with no spots. Like, it sort of takes the gloss off it a little bit, don't you reckon? Like, one's cute, all of a sudden now there's a trend. Giraffes don't want the spots. Yeah, it's not not bizarre, mate, if we're bloody one in a zoo already. It's... Piss this one off. Let's get a new one, mate. <laughs> like when you find the second one, I've crash and burn. I thought it was unique. <laughs> You'll be in therapy Next. now, that giraffe. Shit. Next. You bloody mongrel. Mm, new segment, Classic Donnie. Aussie JT. Classic Aussie. Right. I thought every now, now this then. one, I'm feeling very confident that you've got something that the listeners are going to love, JT, in our Classic Aussie segment. What have you found? Well, I just thought the idea of classic Aussie was because sometimes Aussies do some random shit, right? And sometimes you oh, sort of yes. go, wow, that's just so Aussie. Um, and sometimes you go, have you been to Tokemore? What a dickhead. No, well, uh, not recently, no. <laughs> <laughs> Give a shout out. No, well, that's classic Aussie, Tokemore, right? Though, right? Um, but, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just sort of get, you, have you ever just wondered stuff? You know, you sort of go, wonder if I did this, how long it would take? I wonder if I did that. And you just sort of just dream off. And oh, well, yeah. some people, Don, they go, I wonder, but instead of wondering, they go, I'm going to do. So Do it. So we had an Aussie, and this is, goes back a while ago, but it's just sort of some of it coming to attention now. And he's gone, what if I typed out one to a million? So on his typewriter, he's literally typing one, two, three, 11, 12, 100,000, 101, you know, literally if I type out word by word, from one to a million, how long do you reckon that would take? What do you reckon, Donnie? Well, I'm a fine type of JT. I find the letter then type it. Uh, so to take me a long time, um, I reckon, oh, I don't know, four months, like you'd just have a rest, come back the next day, just yeah, keep well, you doing You wouldn't it. want to overdo it, I suppose, because it would be 
pretty tiring no. at the end of the day. So, well, yeah. um, this guy, Les Stewart, let's let's give him a Les. bit of a shout out. Now, Les decided to do this way back in, uh, uh, way back when, and he finally reached his goal. And I've got a photo for those who are actually watching So he's this. going to a million. Yep. So he's typing it out, literally. That's sort of what it looks like when he's just typing it all out. Page 18,000. Yep. And so he started his task in 1982. And it was therapy for him following an accident and seven manual typewriters, 100,000 ink ribbons, 19,890 pages, 16 years and seven months later, he finished. Uh, it took him for 16 years to type it out. And, and JT, what did he get for this? Like, and was well, he, he full time? The- like. He got the Guinness Book of Records. Um, so he is the record holder for uh, for typing the fastest person to type out from one uh, to a million bucks. Oh, sorry, not bucks. Well, I'll tell you what, million. if you can... He's going to be pissed off when he finds about all what AI can do now, isn't he? Like, <laughs> that shit can be done for you. What a bonehead. What's his name? Lesbian. Yeah, Les Stewart. Les well, Stewart. So Les shout, Stewart. Shout, shout out to Les Stewart. I, I think that's... Um, Good on you, Les, you yeah. crackpot. Was he Aussie? Yeah, Aussie, Aussie. The only thing that would make that better, JT, is if he was on work for the doll when he did it. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's funny you say that. He was actually, um, he he was on Compo and Uh, he found it as a good way of being distracted. But uh, let's not take take that away from the good good stuff. All right. We'll focus Um, on the good stuff. Good on you, Les. Yeah, we we love that. Now, this is the part of the show that I always love, Donnie, where I say, Donnie, what's next on the run sheet? And I'll say, uh, let's go with, uh, is it too early for dad joke, JT? That's <laughs> all you can think of, isn't it? <laughs> oh, there's bound to be a dickhead of the week too that's going to get on no, your wrong no, let's, side. Let's, um, I, I think it's time to bring attention to a very serious issue that's going on. Oh. It can't be serious. Well, they can be serious, Donnie. It's about time that, again, we have to just call out what, just total bullshit is going on in this country. Right, and I am going to surely take, the woke thing's finished. Oh, the woke thing is just—it's gathering steam, I'm afraid. And it's people like us, Donnie, that need to put an end to this woke crap that's going on. We'll in society. do it. So we're just going to call out stuff that we don't like. And I am going to give a well. I'm throwing under the bus the Stonington City Council, Donnie, because this one goes back Stonington. to Christmas. But look, we live in Australia, and I don't know about you, but I don't think it's a bad thing to say Merry Christmas. I say it all the time, JT, decorate my house like the bloody Grinch was. I go to town. Love Christmas. Love people that celebrate Christmas. Even this happy holiday shit. Nah, it's Christmas, mate. That's why you got the time off. Celebrate Christmas. No, Donnie, you got it all wrong. According to the Stonington City Council, we don't want to offend people, so we just say make merry now. So their whole Christmas decorations was just make merry. Make what merry? No, just make merry. I just... We don't want to offend people, Don. So. Oh, JT, they're in the reproduction game. Remember mum, the, the Jesus mum? What's her name? Mm. Meza. Meza. They're asking people to get on it, JT. You've misread the sign. <laughs> ah, is that what it is, is it? <laughs> well, how I mean, else do you make Mary? What the hell? That is bullshit. Make this Mary. is absolute Make Mary, come on. Where's Stonington City? Who do they even look at? It's oh, a city, another some, council, some, local council. Some crap hole down here um, in Victoria. So, yeah, look, I, I don't even know where to start. Did they, any of those signs get vandalised? 
a couple had a crack. Um, Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but unfortunately, a few survived, right? But seriously, it's just ridiculous. So the whole idea of the uh, the woke alert, if you see some woke crap that's going Holy on in your shit. community in Australia, send it to us. Head in, um, please send it in to us. Um, yeah, toss bags is a, is a good description, Kim. Um, and I've got to say, Don, one thing that, um, that is really just seems to be happening more, and I heard this this morning, so this is, this is news. There's Fresh. a school in Geelong, um, and it's just breaking news today. I haven't actually read the articles. I just heard it on, on Drive when I was uh, Top quality around. research, JT. Yeah, correct. Um, and it's a school, a, a rather posh school, boarding school in Geelong. Mm. Um, and they had a uh, boy who decided to no he's now longer he's decided he's now a girl okay and yeah, that happens all the time it happens all the time new. but but wants to board in the girls boarding house oh, and therefore JT. have showers with the girls have everything and the school has allowed it because that's okay so he'll be having periods with the girls as well no, he'll no, be doing all the girl stuff no. will he get the cramps in the lead up get emotional no disrespect ladies but jt i've got three daughters mm. and if that's just complete frog shit at some point people have got to pull their kids out of that school that school only survives obviously because people are paying a shitload to go there but is anyone paying that much money they're not paying attention to the crap that goes on like that's ridiculous so if you hear any woke stuff that's going on please send it into us we'll have a good chat about it we might even actually do some research for once so um yeah that is that now of course <laughs> on today's show we do have the wheel it is it is teed up donny the so wheel the wheel is teed up so i thought because we want to reward the listeners who are already here i thought we'd just get straight into it jt before right before you go to the wheel can we do something i i had Let's An look. avalanche of feedback from last week's wheel. So at least two people? <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. This is what happened, JT. We, we, as in you, picked the the question. It was a bloody good question, which country has the most islands, uh, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Most people went with Indonesia and, and you know, wet yep. sort of joints. Sweden was the answer. And yep. Yes. And so when Sweden got it and there was a couple of people, there was actually four people got it right. And mm. I went and said, oh, yeah, that's all right. Just throw everybody on the wheel. Mm. JT, I got close to death threats last week for saying this is the first week some particular person got the answer right. <laughs> and then I go and open it up them. and give everyone screwed a... Them. Stuffed them up. So I'm so telling you, So what you're saying, JT, Donnie, is tonight they have to get it right? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that stuff you. No, oh, no, I'm... St- <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> JT, this is what happens. If you get it right... You get two hits on the wheel. How's that? No, too hard for me to type in. I'm just, no. Well, stiff shit, you've got to get it right tonight, guys. Otherwise, you're not going on the wheel. Right. right. Make so, it an easy question, though. All right. So the question is, now, as it always goes, you've got 40 seconds, guys, to get your answer in. So from when I hit I can't play, even give you a tip. you've got 40 seconds. Because, well, Donnie, you actually mentioned it a little bit earlier, something about Apple, and I'm going to be having a chat about Apple. So it's an Apple-related trivia question. Oh. So, Good. here you go. 40 seconds. Get cracking. Here we go. Make sure you just type Get your in your typing A, fingers ready, kids. A, B, C, or D. Paul's gone early with four. I love it. <laughs> Paul's gone very early. Maybe get the question out first, Paul, you uh, nuffer. Oh, he's got it right, too. This is weird. All right, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Oh, that's the what wheel. What is it? That's, that's not... the wheel, JT. We've got to have the We're question. We're ready for the wheel. You want the question? Wrong oh, screen. Here we go. Here we go. Here that's we go. last okay. week's wheel. So that's got to be redone. Right, here we go. 
So, FaceTime first appeared on which iPhone? We all use FaceTime these days. We've got an Apple phone uh, or friends with Apple phones. So, FaceTime first appeared on which iPhone? A, iPhone 4, B, iPhone 4S, C, iPhone 5, or D, iPhone 6. Clock is running. We've got about 20 seconds to go. Which iPhone first featured FaceTime? And a, they've got B, to do what, JT? Put A, B, C, or D? Just type in A, B, C, or D, please. A, B, C, or D into the comments. you got and seconds left. Seconds Only seconds. Left, guys. Boom. There is the answer. A is oh, the winner. So we will it. do a bit of a scan of the comments and see everyone who All had A. And you guys will be going onto the wheel, which we will be spinning a little bit later in the show, along with... Well, along with Dad Joke and a few other uh, regular segments as well. Hey, JT, wonderful news. I just had a quick squeeze at like, all the answers like there. Mm. And really good. Kim got it wrong, but you're already a winner, Kim, because I still haven't sent you your vodka yet. So you're going to get a vodka anyway. <laughs> um, uh, Paul, Paul, Paul's just going to claim he meant A, but you went early, Paul. I don't know. <laughs> uh, might be stretching the friendship there a little. Um, so anyway, that's that segment. Now, Donny, on to our next segment. Now, I love it when you don't have the run sheet because it means I've got to no. actually look ahead. What, and go, what have we what got, JT? We well, I, I think it's time for a bit of a powwow, Donny. You ready? Right. You ready? Yep. Let's, right. Let's get ready to rumble. Oh, I am going to tread very carefully here, Donny. Very, very carefully. Always because... worries me when I don't know what we're going to rumble well, about. Well, you, to be fair, you, you have represented the country. You have right. some friends who are Olympians, Paralympians, etc. Yep. So I'm going to go hard here. And, and I'm right going right. to say, because we're coming up to the Olympics, right? Big year, Olympics, everyone's Big year. Excited. Where are they this year, JT? Oh, mate, I don't know. Somewhere in the world. Where is it, Donny? Paris. Oh, in Paris. Paris this year. Of course, uh, in Paris, in France. And, well, I'm just going to go out and say it, Don. I reckon swimming as a sport is just a complete waste of space. And I don't think that anyone really gives two shits about swimming, Donnie, because it's all fun and games. We watch it when we're winning, but when we're losing, does anyone really care about swimming? Because when's the last time you were out in the ocean, the ship sunk, and you go... Oh, geez, I hope I can bloody get that 100-metre sprint in about six seconds. Said no one ever. Who gives a crap? What point is it? Now, I get running and athletics because, you know, there's a there's a relationship there with a the wild Donny. You know, if I'm out in the bush and a lion wants to attack me and I run, I can out-sprint it. Or if someone's trying to get me and I can outrun him. But swimming, mate, what's the point, Donny? I just think it's just a waste of time. Righto, JT. I have to back this up a little and, bit. And now. feel free to add your comments, guys, if what, what you yep. what you think as well. Go, Donnie. Righto. Here we go. First things first, mate. We are surrounded. We are an island, Australia, big bloody island. We're surrounded by water. Majority of Aussies sweat their balls off during the summer and jump in their backyard pools for a swim. JT. We like to get wet, get cold, stay alive. So learning to swim is really, really valuable. So I absolutely think swimming is a good thing. We've got Laurie Lawrence. Now, JT, think about this. Think about where you were. Mm. 1996, mm. Kieran Perkins, lane oh, eight. Great. What a comeback. Wind. An Australian icon. I was jumping Everybody up and down loved excited. it. Great. He turned, flipped the nation's psyche quite oh. Simply because he yeah. won that race as an underdog. Represented this country with pride. Amazing. Thorpey. 
The greatest oh, swimmer Thorpe. of all time. Forget Phelps. But Legend. Thorpey, he's ours, so we Legend. love him even more. Yep. So Thorpey. you got Hayley Lewis. Oh, I had a crush on Hayley Lewis back in the 84 Commonwealth game or whatever it was. Uh, oh, seriously, JT, swimmers are swimmers are vital to our our country. We've got the dolphins. You make it into the dolphins. You Like, we need swimming. You know why we need it, JT? No, not really. That's my whole point. Because the rest of the world is shit at it. And that's the only way we get gold medals at the Olympics, JT. And Don't take is... away our bloody success. What are you doing, JT? That's, that's my bloody point, Donnie, though. It's only good when you're winning. If we were losing, would anyone actually watch it and give a shit? Well, we're not the world's best at gymnastics, but every four years, the country of about 23 million, mm-hmm. maybe 20 million because a few of them are kids, we all become couch coaches, experts. We can watch the Olympics with no training at all and tell when someone's done a perfect 10 dive or a perfect 10 routine. Yeah, we suddenly so become we experts. Need, yeah. We all become experts, JT. It's our God-given right. I think swimming should survive. Listeners, if you think there's a space for swimming, not just for saving lives, but to be on my side instead of on JT's, I want you to write in, okay? Because we love swimming, right? Well, one of us does, so um, that's very exciting. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and one step further, Donny. I mean, okay, you sort of go, all right, well, I kind of get, you know, you've got to get from one end to the other. That's great. But what the hell is the point of backstroke, breaststroke? What, what, what are we even doing there? Well, it, Nicole it, Livingston... She was a fantastic swimmer and she did have a lot of uh, gags in her repertoire as a speaker and she'd often say I spent the best part of my career on my back uh, and that was in the pool. So quite, I thought that was very good. So without backstroke, everyone would have just thought she was talking about the action in the village. So no, I definitely, I think there's a space for swimming, JT. It's healthy sport and it's one that we, we can do it for leisure. If you're running, there's only two reasons you run, JT. Are you playing sport or running from the cops? Otherwise, you're not running. Donny, I'm clearly losing the vote here with our listeners. Um, which, <laughs> who would have thought this quite? Go, you but, good thing. But I don't care. I'm staying put. Because the other thing I don't understand, Donny, is like, if you go, all right, so we've got swimming, I've got all these different variations, but why doesn't the same apply to running then? Like, why don't we have running backwards? Why don't we have, oh, let's go sideways shit. and see who can go sideways the quickest? Like, where's all that crap? So why does swimming do it? Why? Do you, okay, if you're going to take the same logic and go, all right, let's who can get to the fastest from A to B, sure, freestyle, great. Mm. But then what's this crap with backstroke, breaststroke, all that, butterfly? Who the hell's ever done JT, butterfly? Like, what, what's the point? JT, you're sneaking into this bloody woke culture. You'll want a certificate for everybody for participation at this rate. Like, this is about the best of the best, JT. Think about all those bloody, um, what's that? Oh, really? Have you heard of the three-legged race? I won a few three-legged races. Um, Well, I didn't realise it was BYO. That's why I'd win them all. I just bought my own... There we go. <laughs> leave the so jokes I've sneaked to me, into Donnie. the dad jokes yeah, yeah, early. Right. It's right. Leave the crap jokes to me. Um, <laughs> right now, Donnie. All right, I'm I'm clearly I've lost this one, so I don't want to talk about it anymore. Get stuffed, everyone. Thank you. Um, Bring so... on your ready to rumbles, JT. <laughs> um, Listeners, I love you. That didn't go well. All right, Donnie. Time for you to let rip. <laughs> and this will be good because you probably don't even know what you're going to let rip about. <laughs> JT, I'm going to have a crack at. It, it, can I talk Apple now? No. Because this is fresh. 
No, well, you can't. Okay, that actually the plan segment. But you can do right, here, okay, I'll, I'll talk about this one. All I'm right. going to talk about the AFL. Now, there I was in go. Geelong at the Cattery today, mm. and a couple of weeks ago, my kids got stuck in me and said, Dad, you're a former athlete. I said, well, thanks for the, reminding me about the former bit. Yeah, yeah, but right. um, what's your point? And they said, well, Dad, your weight's important. And I said, well, yeah, I kept a few nutritionists in a job because of that. Mm. They said, can you believe professional athletes are going to have their weight withheld because they're concerned about fat shaming. The AFL is confirmed about fat shaming when someone's put on a couple of kilos and I'm just going, you're shitting me. At some point, these guys are professional athletes get paid a ridiculous amount of coin to be athletes. Athletes, the last I looked, was all about the rig. Yeah, okay, you've got to have it going on for 20 years and you've got to do a bit of other stuff. But the truth is, your body bloody matters. You're putting it on the line and everything about you, almost everything, it's out there. It's out there for the people. You are public property. So suck it up. If you don't like being fat shamed, lose the weight, AFL players, because that should be a part of the uh, the whole culture in footy. We, we critique them when they do something wrong, but as an athlete... Mate, get your, get your shit together, AFL. Stop bloody protecting people and wrapping them up like they're, they're valuable and, and, um, and they're delicate. They're athletes. Suck it up. I reckon get on with it. Publish their it. weights. Wow, all right. Well, but interesting to see what everyone else thinks, Donnie, because, I mean, does it really matter what they weigh? I mean, at the end of the day, they're footy players. I care that they can mark the ball, kick it through the goals. Mm. You know, run, bounce, usual stuff. What difference does it make whether they're 90 kilos or 95 kilos? Who cares? I'll tell you who cares is the young kids that are looking at that and they're going, okay, they're my role models. What do I need to weigh if I'm going to be an AFL player? I'm a little skinny runt. Can I play AFL? No, why not? Because you're not big and strong enough. Okay, well, I've got to be big and strong. What weight's that? Oh, we can't tell you. It's a secret because we don't want to fat shame someone. So, like, seriously, it's part of the game, their weight, their professional players. Mate. If you don't like it, the players, go and get another job. But is it the players objecting? Was it coming, like, you know, because I'm sure you would have done truckloads of research on this. Like, was it the Players Association Enormous that were, were, um, were the ones that objecting? Or is it the AFL just trying to be woke and going, you know, well, we're going to you know, help society and, and not make things about weight? With the extensive research I've done, JT, I listened to my kids saying, Dad, this is bullshit. I said, right, oh, well, let's uh, let's talk about it then, right? So I said, I reckon 10 to 1, it is the AFL trying to be woke and make everything amazing. And But let's be honest, if the Players Association wanted it, they'd get it. They're very, very powerful, JT. And if they wanted it, they'd say, nah, we're not copping that AFL. They'd stand up for it. So I reckon, you know what, it's no big deal. Whack it out there. It's a bit like, we seriously, we know everything about the athlete. We know their paycheck. We know their buddy Instagram accounts. The BT's in their face with the microphone. How do you feel about that? Is that your girlfriend? Is that your mum? Like, we find out everything. If an athlete's an athlete, why don't you just put it out there what they're doing? There you go. Um, Donnie has spoken. Uh share your thoughts in the comments whether you're watching this now or later we'd be very interested in what you think now donnie last week you uh you came out with a very big announcement uh on the show and it was like massive yes and yes i did i, I know yes. you're probably thinking uh what the hell was it that i spoke about um but well 
way back when, Donnie, a couple of years ago, when we last did the Giddy Up podcast, um, we had a very, very popular segment. And look, it, it wasn't a dad joke. Uh, well, that is a popular segment, but... Hey, JT, a, your story, I, there's, I still get people stopping oh, me in the, the street. The saying, adoption story, yeah. The adoption story. Mm. Most people hate your guts because you hung them on every <laughs> single week. We're going to have to relive that at some point because not the hang on bit, but you actually telling your story. It is an incredible story. It actually gave us three seasons of the podcast, <laughs> that story alone. Stretched but, out a while, didn't we? But, yes, um, I talked about Ching Ching, JT. You did? Us making coin for you mm. the listeners mm. guess who's back g'day guys it's the money whisperer here and i'm delighted to be a regular guest of the giddy up podcast again for 2024 this year i'll be covering all things money including investments property fine home loan finance cryptos stocks tax financial health checks and so much more but today i want to talk about getting your kids interested in investment and i've come across a wonderful new app called drip invest which is a startup from perth have no affiliation with it but i've downloaded it in the last month and my daughter who has previously had zero interest in the investment space is suddenly checking on her portfolio every day the great thing about it is you can start with as little as five dollars and you can invest in really small amounts without the fees that you'd normally you'd normally cop doing that so the kids can choose between investing in Australian stocks, in Europe, Asia, USA, tech companies, green energy, cryptos, and so much more. And it allows them to learn the importance of diversification and the, the compound growth you get from investing. As I said, my daughter previously had no interest. She's now checking in on a daily basis and trying to work out ways she can get more money into her wallet so she can invest further. Is that from work, birthday money, chores, all sorts of things. So by all means, check it out. Drip Invest is the name of the app, and I'll see you guys next week. Cheers. Boom. JT, could you imagine the money whisperer? How proud a dad moment it would be for him when his daughter comes in with the app and she's bloody looking to invest, mate. Like, what he doesn't know about investing in crypto and shares and shit. Like, he's our man. Mm, mm. I could, he would have been salivating when his daughter said, <laughs> Dad, I've just bought these shares. But I'll tell you what, I'm bloody excited. Drip Invest. Drip Invest. So, yeah, if you've got kids and you want to get them into investing, and let's face it, a lot of our listeners are at that age. Um, And if you are, some of the younger guys, and we do have some younger kids that are uh, are watching the show and hopefully you're enjoying it. So, yeah, uh, check it out. Drip Invest. You might actually uh, enjoy it uh, and get yourself. Absolutely. They can win that, but they're not allowed to win the vodka. Oh, they're definitely not allowed to win the wheel. And I've got to say, speaking of proud parent moments, um, as everyone knows, or not everyone knows that, um, I got onto the crypto game, you know, way back when in the last boom and, and did okay and then lost it all, of course, because uh, that's crypto. <laughs> um, but um, I've finally got my daughter into it. So she's now opened up her, uh, her crypto portfolio and she's only put a you know, little amount in, but she's in the game and she checks her portfolio and she's researching her coins and stuff. And I think... Good on you. So, um, because honestly, we are going to a digital currency, whether we like it or not. So, I think you know to to start to understand crypto, and it's not just about coins and money. It's around blockchain and how it's going to change the world. Uh, we might save that for another episode. But um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, drip invest if you're sort of looking at getting your kids into uh, interested in money, which is not easy to get kids interested in bloody anything these days. No, that's sensational, mate. I like it. I like it a lot. I'll be having a little bit of a squeeze of that myself. All right, now, Donnie, what have we you, got, JT? Well, you mentioned uh, Apple, Donnie, because I want to talk oh, about dear. Apple, but I, I'm going to let you go first because I maybe have a good news story, and I'm tipping you may not. Oh, good, good. Well, let's go with mine first because this is not good. Mm-mm. 
I reckon Apple, a few years back, they got busted for uh, sending out dodgy shit. And coincidentally, they were sending this out just in the lead up, JT, to the launch of their new phone. So your phone would start having some bugs and shit, right? Mm -hmm. they, they went to court. There was a bit of a slap on the wrist for Apple. But JT, recently, just before I opened up this uh, latest update, my phone was bloody good, real good. No dramas at all. JT, I update, and now my battery goes flat while it's on the charge. Uh, mm -hmm. Apple up to their old tricks. I think, I think they're doing it again, JT, and I'm not happy, not happy, Jan. Uh, or Donnie, Apple. Funny you say that, because I have noticed exactly the same thing. And uh, reading the forums, uh, we are not alone. So I think something in their last update has, uh, has caused a few issues. I have no doubt they'll have a patch going out soon, but uh, yeah. Hey, just while we're on it, JT, before yeah. we throw to your good news story yeah. about Apple, that last upgrade, one thing that was really cool is that you could put your photo. So if you've, let's say I've got a photo of you, which is not so flattering, JT. So every time you ring me, I see your not so flattering photo that I took, right? I've, I've and I'd have that. a little when giggle. When you're calling me now, your whole face comes up on my phone, like full screen. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So make sure you, as the phone owner, does the update. One of my colleagues that I work with, her daughter did the photo and... She's got the big tongue out, and so she's ringing like work people, oh, work people, so. business, <laughs> and then her daughter's face is there with the big tongue out, doing that one. So uh, people that don't know her are seeing that this look on the face. So that pops up on everybody's phone, by the way, when you mm. ring them. So yeah, right. the key is go into your contacts, go scroll right up to the top, and your business, your card will be there, and then you can go in there and make sure your photo is the one that you want in there. So and you can pick the photo you want. You can pick. So don't do dick pics and stuff because it'll pop up on someone's screen. Yeah, like, not a good literally. idea. Literally. Not a good idea. No. Dick of the week. Well, uh, Donnie, you touched on Apple um, and obviously a few issues with the, the last update. But look, they've been at the cutting edge of technology. You and I are both old enough to remember when the iPhone first came out, transformed the world, right? Um, it the world. literally did just, it was a game, the, the old cliche game changer, but it really was, right? Um, it did. And well, they just had the launch of the apparent next game changer. And I'm talking about, Ooh. of course, the Apple Vision Pro. And it was ju just released. Now, I know what you're thinking. I want one. Um, of course you do, Donnie. And well, the good news is, Donnie, they're actually a bit of a bargain because, you know, Apple stuff can often be a little bit expensive. Um, yeah, oh, this won't be if it's new. No, it's just new and it's, you know, all fandangled technology and stuff. But uh, it yeah. just comes in at a, just a, a, well, $3,499 for an Apple Vision Pro, Donnie. Three, and and what down? does it do, JT? Are you down? Yeah. Are you down? Oh, sorry. Did I? Sorry. That's US. Okay. Sort of so at the glossy. moment, the only, way, do, the only way you can get it in Australia is Kogan actually got some supplies. It is currently selling for $6,349 if you want the Apple Vision Pro. But yeah, what does it do is an excellent question, Donnie. Well, let's just have, mm. this is what it looks like. If anyone's going to, what does it actually look like? Um, oh, that yeah. is, I mean, you can hardly notice it. I mean, it's very... Um, no, it's very it, subtle. Yeah, it's subtle. That's the word I was looking for. You literally can yeah. hardly see it. Um, so what it is, is, well, what you and I would probably have said is virtual reality, but they're moving away yeah. from that. They're not calling it virtual reality. They're now calling it spatial computing. 
So that's the new word that you're going to start hearing a lot of, spatial computing. Now, what does that actually mean? Well, basically, a spatial computer is something that blends digital content and apps into your physical space and lets you navigate using your eyes, your hands, and your voice. So you pop this on, and I'll, I'll just give you an example here. I'm just going to pop this up on the screen and show you something that might look relatively familiar. This is the home screen of the Apple Vision Pro. So when you first put it on, it's a little bit like your iPhone. You're seeing the apps, the usual apps, Apple apps that are there. Yeah. And But instead of like what you do on your phone, you sort of scroll through and you tap and you do all that stuff. This is in front of you. You are seeing this pop up and it looks like it's there staring you in the face. And with your hands, you can reach out and tap Apple TV, for example, and start watching Apple TV directly into your Apple Vision. So it is Holy bringing crap. a physical world into, you know, combining yeah, the virtual world. Now, of course, it has a huge amount of other applications that are going to, again, literally change the world. One application I think a lot of people can understand is um, real estate. So you could put these on and literally do a virtual tour of a house. And so if you're looking at buying a house anywhere in the world, you just pop this on and you could literally walk around and wow. see this house in a virtual space. So there are a million applications for it. There's heaps of videos online. Um, but at, at six and a half grand just about for an Australia, I don't think anyone, uh, well, I don't think a lot of people are going to be rushing out to buy one. And as a lot of people have said, I could probably just get an iPad and just strap it on my head and do just about as much with it uh, at the moment. So I don't <laughs> Let's think see you try that next week, JT. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the other battle. So I don't think it's something that, uh, as I said, you're going to see everyone with soon. But give it a few years and, you know, obviously those headsets are going to come thinner that the software is going to become a lot more powerful and it is going to start integrating into everyday life. So, yeah, it's early days yet, just like it was with the iPhone when it first came out, but uh, it's certainly tech to look out for. Well, JT, I tell you what, I always think about close to home when I hear your geeky stuff because although for a lot of people it'll be well and truly priced out, but if you're somebody that relies on your eyes to be able to you know, do everything, make all your decisions, mm. uh, something like that could be amazing. So I'm sure the disability sector would take a closer look at that. There'll be some fantastic opportunities to give people opportunities they otherwise wouldn't have. So can see it being a winner, but uh, shit, six and a half, that's probably not in the Elgin house anytime soon. It's a little bit steep, isn't it? Especially if it's like, I, when you first showed that, it was like a pair of goggles and we had a Paralympic opening ceremony party at my house a few years back, about four. And we got some goggles just like that and I spray painted them. And that was what the person, when they spun the wheel, that's what they had to wear for the night. <laughs> so we everybody got a disability when they got to the house. And uh, so that's what it reminded me of. But Apple might have just bloody ripped me off the bastards. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, look for the court case, Don. Take him on, mate. I'm sure you'll get it up. <laughs> um, all right. So look, there's a, a number of things still to go. We've also got the wheel spin. We've got dad joke. What else have we got, Donnie? Oh, it can't be much, mate. We're ripping into our time. Remember we said we're going to go 30 oh, minutes, early, 40 minutes? Early, I know. So, Don, <sighs> I need to load up the wheel. So I'm going to throw right, you load up the wheel. to crap on about whatever you want. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, let me crap on. I will not crap on. Let me give it to you straight. I just talked about the disability sector. One of the most amazing pieces of technology I've seen so far, and it's come at one of our events called Ready, Set, Connect, Innovate. Cracking event. We have people that have created 
these assistive technologies and they come along and there was a seal there that talks, it's a comfort seal. So people with high anxiety and stress and that sort of stuff can hold on to this seal, it will talk to them. Um, you know, they can talk to it and it will like have a whole lot of emotions that it shows as well, it was pretty awesome. But the one I really love so far is I'm gone a bit deaf in the left ear, but there's a pair of glasses and they're just normal glasses, not like those buddy, you know, virtual things that JT just showed you. And they've got a little hearing aid piece in the side and they've got facial recognition in them. And so what happens, somebody with a vision impairment will walk in the room and people with vision impairments typically will spend the first maybe 30 seconds of a conversation trying to work out who they're talking to if somebody hasn't come up and said, oh, g'day, Russ, it's Don here. Um, you know, they've got to remember the, the sound of their voice and that type of stuff. So for somebody with a vision impairment to be able to talk to somebody and then the camera will recognize their face when they come back the camera will have facial recognition and it will announce it in their ear and they'll say oh JT is approaching so how good would that technology be like something affordable for the average punter and mm -hmm. a true game changer for somebody with a vision impairment but also the elderly, you think about people like, uh, what's that, um, fucking the one where we lose our memory. Uh, I'm not taking Alzheimer's, the piss, by the way. I'm actually, <laughs> yeah. Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's, that's it. Um, and so that sort of stuff. So being able to have a little voice in your ear that actually helps you through your day. I, just, I love what technology is doing for the world. It is certainly doing a lot, Doddy, and um, uh, completely unrelated. But um, do you know what this is, Don? That's a wallet, JT. That's a wallet. So a news story just came out today for anyone uh, who still owns a wallet. I guess probably the guys, but for the for the women, if you've, if you've got a, a, a purse, uh, I guess you would be calling it. So apparently, Donny, the Gen Zers, those those young bloody punks of the world, yeah. um, if you got Come one of these, the schools with chicks, yep. you're officially old. Is that it? Yep. That's if you have a wallet, not your birth certificate. Just no, anyone who carries a wallet. If you got a wallet, you're clearly old. Yep. So. Hey, one of the younger whooper snappers that I work with, mm. every time we go to a, a club that's got pokies and shit, you've got to sign in, right? Mm -hmm. And I just grab out my licence out of my wallet, and she's got this Fandango body um, electric licence. And every single time she's gone to use it, hasn't worked. Uh -huh. So up yours, Gen Z. <laughs> it's not all cute all the time. Uh, exactly right. So maybe us old folks uh, know, know a few things still, right? But, We're uh, going okay. All right. I've, uh, rumor has right, how'd that wheel go, mate? No, the wheel's here. We've got a dad joke coming up first, though. Dad joke of the week. Uh, don't know how we go last week, Tony. I can't even remember what it was, but I'm sure it was a good joke. Um, but oh, I, again, I just want to give context. It's a dad joke, people. <laughs> No, yeah. <laughs> just making that so, very clear. So you don't even have to laugh. It's probably no, yeah, not going to be it's, funny. It's, it's like, mm. um, all right. So right. Here, here we go, Johnny. Let me set the scene. Now, James is walking down uh, downtown, down the street one day, and he happens to just run into his old school friend, Harry, hmm. a little way ahead. And he goes, hey, Harry, how you going, mate? Greets his old buddy after getting his attention. And Harry's like, oh, mate, not good, not good. And James is like, well, what happened? And Harry's like, oh, mate, I just went bankrupt. I've still got to feed my family. Mate, I don't even know what I'm going to do. And James is just like, oh, could have been worse. Mate, this could have been worse. Hmm, okay. A month or so later, James again runs into Harry in a restaurant. And of course he goes, mate, how's things? 
And Harry's like, oh, mate, terrible. Bloody, mate, our house burnt down last night. <sighs> Horrible, right? And James is like, mate, well, could have been worse. Just goes off about his business. Yeah. Okay, jeez. Well, as luck would have it, a month later, James runs into <laughs> Harry a third time. And of course, he goes, mate, how's it going? And Harry's like, you know, he hasn't had a good run, Harry, has he? He's like, oh, mate, things just get worse and worse because it's just been one tragedy after another. And he said, you know, I've lost my job, my house is burnt down, now my wife's left me. And of course, Harry just you know, nods his head because his usual optimistic little smile and just goes, well, could have been worse. This time, Harry's just had enough. He grabs James by the shoulder and goes, hang on a minute. I'm not going to let you off so easy this time, mate. Three times in the past few months, we've run into each other. And every time I've told you the latest disaster in my life, and every time you just say the same thing. Oh, it could have been worse. So for God's sake, Harry, I want you to tell me, how in heaven's name could it have been any bloody worse? This is the bit where, you know, the punchlines come on, Donnie. And uh, James just looks at Harry with the same little wisp of a smile and says, oh, could have been worse. Could happen to me. JT, uh, that's, that's a dad joke. Hey, I want to know, did James and Harry change roles during that joke? Oh, did or I were they it always? No, 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 that's okay. No, you're welcome. It's, if anyone else thought the same as I did, and maybe they didn't, they probably had the same role. But um, it would have been, that could have been worse. That's right. If it, like, I would say the same thing to you, JT. Yeah, could have been worse, could have been you. That's, uh, that's yes. What, what no, I like now. it. That's good. All right. Now, Donnie, it's, let's, let's uh, have a spin of this wheel. Now, of course, oh, the wheel spin's pretty exciting. We've got, uh, according to my incredibly complex calculations, oh, Donnie. Not a lot of. Five people, Donnie, got the... Uh, got the Five chocolates. people got it right. Five people got it right. So, Donnie, can you just remind the people that are watching, uh, what yes. are they going to win? Well, first things first, let me apologise to all you losers. I did offer to have you on the wheel, and Jay said it'd be too much <laughs> to, to bloody type everything up. So, bad luck. I would have had you on there, and this lot I would have had on twice. Anyway, they get a beautiful little... Bottle JT, handmade, made with love of my vodka, Spank Vodka. And it's uh, any flavoured. Pete B, he's had a go. I'm surprised he was sober enough to actually pick this because he's been sending me pics every day of him having a little sipple. And uh, and he's enjoyed that. So Kim, she's, she's going to win tonight anyway. So everybody else... It's on this wheel. One of them will be a winner of a little 375ml bottle of some bloody yummy vodka. Good luck, guys. Here we go. Dun, 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 dun. Where is it going to be, JT? <laughs> <laughs> Peter has just. Where did that up. go? Bang. Peter B! Oh, I'll tell you what. Remy B is going to be one pissed off unit because <laughs> she got on. Missed out. Oh, no, I'm going to hear about that you for a while. You probably are going to hear anyway. about it. You are going to hear about it. Now, before we go, Donnie, I do want to just have one little segment. Um, and I just want to bring something what to people's attentions. JT's Big of the Week. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go hard and this is going to hurt me because I'm going to go Facebook. 
Righto. Now, we need Facebook. We really need them. We right? do. Because we yeah. stream yeah. our show. But I'm having a go. Because I just want people to understand what happens uh, with Facebook. So I'm actually going to share some stuff from the Giddy Up podcast. Um, Righto. Okay. And this is what a post that we did. Uh, it was the dickhead of the week that we did last week. Um, just a little trim. We tagged the Animal Justice Party, Jacinta Rallo and RSPCA. We went hard. This was about the duck shooting um, that we spoke oh. about. Um, now, when we post that to our page, um, you know, we have about, I think at the moment, 200 something people that are following the page. And well, that got an impression of 28. So what that means is of the 200 and something people that follow our page, only 28 people got to see that post in the whole of Facebook. So uh, needless Boy, to say, that. it didn't get very far. So, um, so this is what Facebook are doing. And the same happens in the group. So we've got about 700 odd people that are in the Giddy Up podcast group. And uh, if you recall, we did the, uh, the, the Zupa Dupa survey as an example. Yes, uh, we showed that we before. Did. Now, yep. that only got shown to uh, around just over 200 people. So we've got 700 people who have said, yeah, we like the Giddy Up podcast. We want to join the private group. And yet Facebook only showed that poll to 200 people. So Facebook are throttling stuff and making it very, very difficult to get content out there. Um, and so the, 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 the thing for everyone to understand is it's not just about the Giddy Up podcast. If you like other pages, you like other groups, etc., it's you're not necessarily always gonna see their content. Now, what can you do as a listener? Um, and if you wanna help us out, the key thing to do is just make sure when you do see a post is just like it, comment, share it on your network, etc. because they're signals to Facebook that, oh, that post was interesting. Because if they put something out, they do like a little test bit. They put it out, if they present it to about 10 people, if it gets no likes, no comments, no nothing, Facebook go, well, bugger that, no one gives a crap. I'm not gonna show it to anyone else. So. That's how sort of the Facebook algorithms work. So whether it's for your own just social media and you're browsing or whether you own a business and you're going, wow, this is bloody hard work, um, that's what's happening in the background. So uh, as a business owner, the key thing to do is consistency, get posting, uh, make sure we respond and comment and like any other comments on our post. But of course, for people on the other side, you know, if you interact with the page or you know with our group, etc., it gets to more people and ultimately we get more people to, to watch the show and that's how things grow. So just wanted to make everyone aware of how it all works. JT, and it's a bloody good thing you did that. I spoke to a bloke during the week. He sent me a Snapchat. We converse a lot on Snapchat. I love Snapchat. And he said, mate, can you go and like my page? You'll start a new business. I said, you know what? Pop the link in your Snapchat and make it easy for people to get to it. And he said, oh, what a great advice he goes i work i'm a carpenter mate i, I haven't got um but i'm not tech savvy with all this shit and i said listen on wednesday night jt will share some stuff and boom you've just done that we seriously we love doing the show we do it for everyone who hopefully listens and gets a bit of a giggle or something out of it but most of you are, have got your own journeys and you're doing your own thing so if we can share something that's we've learned along the way or is good for you hence the money whisperer like he makes no coin out of us at all to do that. He does that for the same reason. Same the big cap um, beer company when they were sponsoring us. People get on board because we're like-minded here. So if we can share, we absolutely will. If you've got some tips that we should share, let us know. And thanks, JT. I love how you're making lives better. There we go. Thanks, mate. Um, so that's it for the show uh, for this week. It's been a crack of 56 minutes, Donnie, for uh, the slow shows. We tend to get longer and longer, Oof. but... 
Thanks Glad for watching. I did my we research. genuinely love you tuning in. And of course, um, I've got to say, if you're listening on the podcast, we still love you guys too. So, Donnie, uh, over to you as per usual for our big quotes. Oh, big moment is a foot again. Giddy up. See you guys. Did I get it? See ya.